What is going on, everyone? Today, I sit down with good friend Corey Leister of Inspired by You uh, Coatings in Pennsylvania. Now, Corey is a catalyst for change and advancing the painting industry. I actually had the pleasure of also sitting in on her uh, talk during the PCA Expo. She has such a great story and such a great passion for advancing the trade. One thing that I love about this talk is how she dives into her culture in her business and how she made uh, her cabinet coating business run at optimal speed with nothing but part-time workers. I mean, it's awesome how she does it. And uh, and if you if you follow Corey, if you have her on Facebook and you see what kind of work they put out, you can see that uh, she's second to none uh, in terms of quality. So uh, awesome, awesome episode interviewing one of the industry's best. And I think you're going to really enjoy this interview. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Let's do it. All right. We are live. Corey, welcome to the Contractor Secrets <laughs> This was pretty hard for me to get you on, probably because your cabinet business is loading. So <laughs> wait for a few minutes. Um, welcome. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> great. Ready to get some, uh, ready to extract some gems. So, um, sitting in on your, um, on your talk at the PCI Expo, you know, I learned a lot. Uh, but one thing, even before that, I knew uh, about you was culture. You know, uh, briefly, mm -hmm. if you could just give me, give me an idea of like, you know, how important culture is to you and your company. Now, if you don't know Corey, she's got a really beautiful cabinet company up in uh, northern or central. Pennsylvania yeah. uh, great atmosphere you know one thing that you do is you bring in people who don't quite have experience but they they fit the characteristics that you're looking for and if you if you you know this one of the hardest things is finding good quality talent and help in this industry so talk a little bit about how you've developed your culture in your company I think I want to start there well I I think culture is essential to any business and what we've actually had people come to my shop on their way home from work in tears saying, I don't like my job. Are you hiring? You know, because they know that wow. we have a culture where um, we just, it's a mutual respect with one another and our employees know that they're valued and appreciated. And I think that that's, that's rare in a lot of, in a lot of industries. And, and here it's important, you know, why, why want it, my dad always brought me up to believe that, you know, you've got to love what you do. And, and if you don't love it, then you need to find something else because that's so important right. if you don't want to burn out. And so that's right. kind of the culture we have going here. You know, we want our employees to enjoy what they do and we want them to um, take pride in the work that they do. And I sure. try to make them feel apart as much as possible. And I think that that's, it's really important for them to feel like they contributed to the success of the business. And it's, it's our business as a, as a team. It's not my business. It's our business. Sure. And they play a part in that. Sure. Yeah. 
yeah, the value system there within the company, you can just see it from afar. And I can only imagine what that looks like in person. Um, even just <laughs> what's behind you. I mean, um, you know, the constant reminders of the standards, right? The constant reminders yeah. of the teamwork, the constant reminders of camaraderie and I've got your back and you've got my back. And hey, if you need to take care of your kids, you know, I'll step in and help out because you're going to have my back next yeah. week. You know, it's a little bit different than what the norm is, right? But um, to yeah. the average person say, you know, you're going to be taken advantage of, Corey. You know, these people see your kindness <laughs> and they say, well, you know, I could walk all over this lady. I could do what I want. And she's so sweet yeah. and kind. And what would you say to the average, you know, individual that sees that way of uh, employee first mentality and thinks that it's a dead end rather than what you're experiencing, mm -hmm. which is seems to be fruitful? Yeah, don't don't mistake my kindness for weakness. I think that. um you know, there's there's a standard of excellence. And if they're not performing, then really that's on them and and that's going to fall back on them. And the, the thing is, people want to perform here like they want to be a part of something great. And um, I don't think you should lower your standards or not have those expectations uh, just because you you think that they um, they need more structure or like in our, in our business, I give them room to fail. I think that's the only way that we're going to succeed. And we know that there's no pain emergencies. Uh, we can fix anything. And um, now we, we can fix it. And, and but we don't want to fix it all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> we, you can make a mistake right, once right. and let's learn from that and let's move forward. But it gives them that freedom to kind of take ownership. And, and like I said before, I want them to, to play a part in, in the team's success. But if they're not pulling their own weight, they really kind of weed themselves out. And we do a 90-day trial period here. And it's really interesting, um, the dynamics of it, because we've got to make sure that they're a right fit for us. And we're a right fit for them, too. Like, it's got to be a time where we're kind of feeling each other out. And the environment that we've created like the ladies on our team are workhorses. We've got eight ladies who are just, they work all day wow. and, and people find like, So they, let me they just think, go back. This is an all women, all woman team. Yep. It's all women. And my brother-in-law yeah, Sean works for us. <laughs> he's, he's a wild okay. man. Um, and he, he actually came to our shop to help expand our shop and he was tearing down walls and stuff yeah. and he never left. So I put him on our payroll. That's <laughs> so cool. He's That's been a great asset. And then my husband, yeah. Chad, he does all of our sales and scheduling and things like that. But our onsite crew is all it. women. And so, yeah, they're, they're all moms and grandmothers. But one of the things and... you hear people say is that, you say grandmothers? You have a grandmother working with Patricia. Patricia is, is a full-time grandma and she is, she was my first employee. She's been with me for almost five years now. She was with me when I was working back in my garage and she is amazing. amazing. And she, uh, she has helped to establish the culture that we have here. You know, she was my first employee and I was like, I want a million of wow. Patricia, you know? <laughs> and so it kind of helped me know what to look yeah, for. I know it. I know what that feels like. Right. Yeah. You know, and what's interesting yeah. is, you know, for me, I think as a leader, you know, one thing that a leader is really good at is identifying something in someone else that they don't currently see in themselves and pulling it out of them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, I think if you have that keen awareness of the individuals that come, 
you know, across your path, if you're just looking at the surface of what's their skill set, are they going to get me to my result now rather than, you know what, I might have to put a little work into this person, but I can see major potential. Is that what you had to do with Patricia? Because I'm sure when maybe you guys were friends or maybe it just started mm -hmm. off as a hobby or how did that work to the point where you recognize that this person was going to be an A, a plus player for you, someone that you want a thousand of, did they come in knowing how to yeah. refinish cabinets? No, uh, but she did work at a paint store. She worked at a local specialty paint store. And okay. she was actually one of the people who taught me how to paint at the beginning. Wow. <laughs> and Even so, yeah. Um, yeah, so I knew she was leaving that job uh, because she wanted to be a full-time grandma, but we had developed a relationship and just kind of kept in contact. And I knew that I needed some help as our schedule started to get busier. Um, and I wanted to start filling in the gaps of things that I didn't like to do as much. And I, was not crazy about prep. It's the most important thing, but I love to spray right. and I wasn't crazy about prep. So I needed yeah. to find somebody who could help me. And she actually sure. had her own cleaning business and loves to clean. And I was like, Oh, well, let's see Ooh, if you she'll give me a day, a day a week. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and so she, the crazy thing is she was a business owner. She owned her own um, uh, cleaning business. And now we have three, three or four, four business owners on our team, you know, and wow. it's really awesome Amazing. because they all treat my business like it's their own. Like it's theirs. And Unbelievable. It's, it's pretty awesome. The yeah. autonomy is amazing. And autonomy yeah. is important. You know, when you could just let people go and not have to stress about whether or not, you know, the standard is going to be upheld. But I think it starts with setting the standard. And that goes back to your culture of how you recruit these people in. And I think I'm just going to assume that your recruiting process is organic at this point to the point where, yeah friends of these individuals that work for you are now coming on board. You don't yeah. really have to do much recruiting. And even if you did, it'd probably be pretty hard to get in. Now, would, would you, would you share a little bit about what that's looking like in terms of how you attract people in? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we, uh, <laughs> it is pretty organic right now and I've tried to put posts up and stuff and I find like the, the people right. that I attract from there, they're just not the right fit. Um, right. you know, some of them are, but, but the, the majority of the people, yeah. it's just like, ah, so what we do is if we're looking to hire, if, we're, if we need more people, um, and I always tell my, my team, Hey, keep your eye out for anybody who you would love to work with, who you feel would fit it, be a good fit for our culture. And, right. um, in fact, Bethany our one of our newest employees. She's been like talking to everybody because she loves working here and she she works here two days yeah. a week and um, and she's got three small kids. And uh, and so wow. she she's just like, well, all of us. I mean, Brooke, Brooke works with us. She has six kids. And so like there's they're all moms <laughs> and they're all juggling schedules. Um, but Bethany, she, she was, I love like, it. She called me just last week and she's like, Hey, Corey, you're never going to guess who I talked to Christine. She's so excited about coming to work for you and she can give you a couple days a week. She, she loves, wow. you know, she's just a, like a right fit, um, for the culture. And so that's really awesome cool that you're willing to take on part time. Build. Yeah. Well, actually yeah. all of our employees it's awesome are that you're taking on part time. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, they're all part -time And I think it's because awesome because. Yeah. During that, during that time period, yeah, yeah during the time period that they're there, I'm sure you're getting 110%, you know, yeah. rather than, yeah. you know, a whole week of, of, of grind, maybe you're getting 80%. That's so yeah. cool how you've been managed that, 
workflow and that that style it's awesome you know it's it's a little challenging to manage because you have to know exactly who's working and when and what hours and and all of that but at the same time it is so great because like you said they can give a hundred percent if they know they're only coming in for two days they can hammer it out in two days and or like we have patricia who works one day a week she can come in and she can just knock it out and a lot of times she'll stay later if she needs to get more done or whatever but they know like this is their day and they're like i said they're all moms so this is kind of their break from their everyday grind and so they can come in and they can just do it if if they were to do what I do like seven days a week, um, it, it would be very easy for them to burn out or to to not um, give as much on a daily right. basis. But because they know that right. it is short term, they can do that. How often do you have meetings with your team to kind of reinstill culture and values and the mission? And how important is that to you if you look at like what your goal is as a leader you know, how important is it to you to make sure that you're reinstilling this? Because sometimes mm-hmm. even me, we get a little complacent when it comes to these things. We're so busy, but it's like, hey, if we're not reinstilling the vision, reinstilling the values, mm-hmm. reinstilling the mission, it can kind of get to a point where everyone's kind of doing their own thing and everyone gets spread out yeah. so thin. How have you been able to hone in on the process, slow down and make sure everyone still stays, um, you know, in alignment with what you set out to do is just your values, your yeah. system, your standards, all that. We don't have meetings as much as we should. Um, I'll, I'll be totally transparent. Um, however, when you live your culture, you don't really like, we just, we live it. Yeah. And I've created um, our, our business model. It runs in 10 day cycles. And the reason that I did that was because we had some turnover. Some people had to leave. Some people were coming in and I needed to be there with them all the time. And so our 10 day cycles work amazingly because we can bring in anybody at any time and train them within like a short amount of time within one cycle, they're ready to go. And, um, our first week, the first five days where we tear down all the doors and drawers on day one, we bring them into our shop. And so we're working on doors and drawers all week one, and we're all doing it together. We're all pitching in and playing our part. So you know, our, our process. Can you break down that 10 day cycle yeah. a little deeper. So I could like, cause sure. I feel like you, you say it like it's normal. You're probably one of the only yeah. people in the country you do it this way. <laughs> so break down how it's, that works to the point where you're able to hit volume. Like, mm-hmm. please, I, I re- I'm really interested yeah. in that, please. So, um, I was just trying to think of a way to manage our finances, our job costing, um, our time management, uh, training new employees, and so we created this system um, where we operate on 10 day cycles, which is two working weeks. And so we know exactly how much income we need to bring in within those two weeks, which makes it great because usually it's like, let's say it's $20,000 we need to bring in every 10 days. Um, then we just fill in the jobs with that amount of work. So generally it's about three kitchens um, is what we're doing every 10 days. So on day one, we have a crew of two who goes and they tear down all of the doors and drawers. So they'll start at eight, tear down kitchen one, bring those doors and drawers back to the shop where we have a prep crew here ready to prep all of those doors. So day one is all prep and tear down. 
Um, so then they go to kitchen two, tear those down, bring them back. Kitchen three, tear those down, bring them back. So day one, we do a batch processing because I'm figuring if we're doing one kitchen, it's just as easy to do three. And right. so, and it's very easy, like if they want to throw in a vanity or whatever, you just have to stay organized with the colors and the substrates and right. all of that stuff. Um, so day one is our prep day. We get everything prepped on day one. And then that way it gives them overnight to dry. So they're ready to be sanded. Day two, we sand all of the doors and drawers and we prime them um, because you always want to sand and prime or sand and coat in the same day because the substrate can move and fold back over. So you want to get the best adhesion. So day two, we sand and prime. Day three, we sand and coat. Day four, we finish sand and finish coat um, the fronts of the doors. And then uh, day five, we package and get everything ready to go. Um, wow. So that's day one. That's the first five days of the 10 day cycle. And then the next, uh, the next five days, Fridays are usually a light day. And I only have two people in here in the shop, um, Rachel and Allie, they're in here working today. Um, but they're doing like a lot of our paint stuff, filling orders. Um, they're here if we need to install or extra work. But Fridays are my light days on both on both day right. five and day 10 of the cycle, right. just in case I have to do extra stuff. Right. Um, day six, we have a prep crew that goes and they'll prep, sand and mask kitchen one. And then, um, then I'm free to do whatever I need, like business stuff on that Monday. Sure. So they're out prep, sanding and masking. Day two, they'll prep, sand, mask kitchen two, and I'll follow them and I'll um, set up the spray tent I'll prime, sand, coat, and install kitchen one. Then we just kind of repeat that. So day then on Tuesday, they're prep sanding masking kitchen two. I'm spraying kitchen one. Wednesday, they're prep sand masking kitchen three. I'm spraying kitchen two. Thursday, I'm spraying kitchen so three. Friday, I am off. Mm -hmm. So you yep. spray all the frames. Why are you right. still spraying the frames? Just curious. I'm in the process of training. So oh. we have, we, I, I always take a different lady with me Yeah. Um, and I'll have them spray the primer so they get the practice, the yeah. but I'm there and I'll do the finish coat just, wow. you know, and we're in the process. The goal is by what the end of the year to have at least two spray techs who can spray on site. Amazing system. And so. I think what's cool about that is it encourages everyone that there's like this finish line, mm -hmm. right? That yeah. like, we just went through this two week stretch, three happy customers every two weeks. Um, that's, that's really cool. How do you yeah. see that on a scaling? You know, if that's one of your goals, how do you see that scaling? Mm -hmm. Just pretty much double what you're doing now. Yeah. So, um, I was at a retreat with, uh, Nick Slavic and some of his, some of his friends. And that was one of my questions, like, cause I felt we right now we're doing three kitchens every 10 days and we're booked till mid November. So, it's like, huh, you know, where sure. I can't raise my prices anymore. Well, I, I could, but I feel like I'm, I mean, our yeah. average kitchen right now is between 8,000 to 8,500, which that's is great. at the, I mean, that's, that's at the high end for sure. And um, so my question to them was, you know, where do I go from here? Like, do I bring on more people and risk our culture that we've established, right. you know, and or do I raise my prices more? Like, where do I go? And, you know, the, the feedback I was getting was like, cause right now I love our team. I love our culture. I love what we're doing. 
Um, and their feedback was, why risk it? And you just pour into the people that you have now, train them up because they are all relatively new. Um, and then work yourself out of that by the end of the year, you should right. be able to work on just the business end. And um, for me, I love, uh, I love coaching. I love right. training. I love just kind of the teaching aspect. And, um, and I'd love to go help other businesses create and implement 10 day cycles in their business and travel and, and just kind of yeah. go out and do that. Sure. So like, that's kind of the future of it, I think is just going, and which is wide people. open because yeah. it's, I don't think like there's this like set way. I think everyone's just trying different things, you know? Um, yeah. I really think it's what you've built is really cool in terms of just the process. But I also think that like, if you talk to anyone, well, hiring is so hard, but like, mm -hmm. not only did you dominate hiring, you dominated <laughs> a market of hiring that nobody really touches, which is mothers and grandmothers in yeah. an industry where you hear women when people say, well, women, well, women are extremely detail oriented, generally speaking. Mm -hmm. And it's just yep. so cool that you've brought that. And I'm sure your customers are just like, whoa, like women coming in and doing these paint jobs. Like, I think it's an yeah. untapped market of, of unlimited potential that you found a way to curate. And I'm sure it gives you some intrinsic value as well to know yeah. that you're helping these mothers be able to balance their family life in the same way that you did when you were raising mm -hmm. your kids. Cause I heard your story, which as much as yeah. I'd love to have you share this here, I know that we, <laughs> um, yeah. so I'm sure that that gives you as much, you know, satisfaction as possible. It's like you see a mother who wants to contribute to the family. Um, and they also want to do something that they love and on a part-time basis, it's very rare to see even part-time work in, in the painting industry anyway. So what you're doing is yeah. just like breaking down these like limiting barriers and, and mm -hmm. adopting to a new lifestyle that's occurring um, in an industry, and especially with cabinets, that's just going to explode. Like, I mean, it's insane. It's, it's just like the fastest growing sector in, I believe the <laughs> trades. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would absolutely agree. And I love, I love the way that we run our cycles too, because I'm always able to follow our crews. Right. And the way our customers rave on them, you know, you aren't lying because they, a lot of our customers, we, we do, all, I mean, it's all word of mouth and Facebook right. and they're like, you're not lying when you post about your team and how awesome yeah. they are. Like they're such hard workers. And like, it's so great to, to know that our customers are edifying them in the same way. And they're saying the same, seeing the same things that I'm seeing in them. And you, you're right. Like moms are hard workers. They are multi, great multitaskers. They are, you know, they they're can the do anything, you know, like they're, they're just, um, just really, and, and they have, they have a heart and we don't have to break down any walls of trust with our customers. I mean, right. you've got a team of moms walking in, like people are just, they love them. And so wow. It's really a, a neat, yeah, a neat environment. It is. it is. And that's why I wanted to invite you here is just because your perspective is uh, changing the game. And, <laughs> you know, with respect for your time on a Friday, I do want to kind of transition into a few things. The first thing yeah. is the that I don't know, not many people know this, but you actually distribute paint. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> uh, Super. And, and before we really connected, Cor, I was trying to figure out what the heck you were doing. You're like, people are like, people are like, well, what color did you paint that? You're like, oh, we call it, we painted it faith. You know, I'm like, what the heck is faith? You know, is that a Sherwin Williams color? Are they, are they starting to, you know, turn the corner and, and see the light? Or what? 
So I was just, yeah. uh, I, you know, and then obviously hear it again, how it, how it came about with your partnership yeah. with Malesi, which is a phenomenal, who are you selling this yeah. to? Is it working on right. the business side? And, yeah. um, do you see that expanding into, you know, uh, and cause I know that you help the DIYers and, and mm-hmm. I tell me a little bit about what that is and how it's working. Okay. So the coding line actually started during COVID and my husband and I were listening to an entrepreneur and he put out a challenge. He was like, you should try and make, it was like $2,000 in a day. And I was like, Oh, how am I going to do this? And my husband and I are kind of competitive and I'm like, I'm going to do this. And he's like, no, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do it faster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I, Call, I this was kind of like in the back of my head for a while. So I called up BC and we're, we're talking to Malaysi and, and just making sure that everything was okay. And I was like, I'm going to launch a coding line and I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it in a day. And so we actually put out the product for pre-sale before we had any of the codings and we blew by that. And That's I used nice. that money to invest it in the codings and just get everything. So it wasn't like... Um, it, it was a great way to start up a business because I was able, right. I had like money to invest. And so, and it was also a great time because my kids were home. And so they helped me come up with all of the names for our paint. Mm, yeah. They're all like, you can see humble, compassion, unity, thoughtful. They're all over our, our building. Um, and so we came up with the names, the colors. Um, my son Mackenzie, he is a graphic designer. And so he did all of our labeling and, and whatnot. So we, um, I just saw a need. Uh, there was a need for right. a higher end coding line because I have a network of furniture artists too, because I did furniture for a long time. And the quality of the products um, that furniture artists are using just were not comparable to what we were using wow. for our kitchen cabinets. And so there was definitely a need. Um, and, you know, they, there's there's products that do specific things but when i learned about these industrial coatings i was like oh my gosh i can i can glaze i can distress i can do a lot of the same things now blending and things like that right. it's a little bit more challenging um but uh, there was also a lot of people who wanted to try industrial coatings who were scared out of their mind to go yeah. that route where would they even get it right like that's probably yeah. the question, right yeah interesting right and and they didn't want to invest in like a whole gallon and so we just sell quart sizes. Like that's that's really what we do here is we just sell quarts to furniture now, how artists. How is working out for you? Is it is, is it a big great. part of your business? It's awesome. Um, it's it's a pretty decent size. Um, yeah. right now I love it because we have sixteen colors, and it's really just worked out great for our cabinet refinishing business because we give our customers sixteen options. We've got four whites, four grays, oh, a black, it. a brown, so, some colors. Oh, that's what they get to choose from, and love um. It. And it limits their colors and it just really yeah. helps our, our cabinet refinishing business sure. more than anything. Even though so. a majority of it's white, but still, you know, yeah. you have those people yeah. that want to try something new. It's nice to be able to, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. Super cool. Um, and then of course, the last thing I want to talk about uh, mm-hmm. is our event that's coming up. It's the impact uh, impact. I'm going to call it a summit. I mean, it's, it's yeah. huge. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be cool. What is, first of all, I know, and, and I want to thank you. And for those of you who don't know, Corey invited me to speak. I'm really excited about that. I have to, I'm going up to Pennsylvania with my family. Uh, it's going to be a great event. But I really want to hear, you know, what people can expect if they actually decide to go to this event, yeah. right? I mean, first of all, you have a shop there. I, like I keep telling you, you're going to have to get a bigger space for this event. It's going to be good. Uh, <laughs> you got people flying in from all over. 
What are you, yeah. what is your goal with the event? What can people expect if they do go to this event? Well, last year I ran an event every month and my goal is always just to add value to people and to help businesses grow and give you something tangible that you can take with you and apply it directly into your business. And so last month I was running a class a month and I would bring in different speakers on different topics and it was great, but I felt like I was always promoting and right. people wanted to attend everything, but because of limited time, they couldn't. So this year I was like, I'm just going to do a big one and I'm going to invite my favorite people and I'm going to, I'm going to make it big. And so we can add the most value in the smallest amount of time. Everybody can skip away for a weekend and join us. And sure enough, like, oh my goodness, I, I cannot believe the people who are coming to this. I feel like a, a kid in a candy shop because it's like my favorite people who I've learned and studied from. Um, I mean, you, I, I'm so excited to have you yeah, kick I'm, it I'm off. Stoked. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's going to be awesome. And, and we're just going to try and give everybody, it's going to be the most well-rounded class I've attended a lot of classes, but I just yeah. wanted to kind of. I, make I told it as I well keep telling people it's uh, the Expo uh, 2.0. I mean, you know, yeah. with uh, <laughs> all the people that are coming. I know Nick's coming, yeah. Jason. Uh, you know, the people that are really trying to advance yeah. the industry. Day so day one is speaking. You know, uh, yep. community networking, and then what is like what is day two? Right, I'm a cabinet. Let's assume okay. I'm a cabinet refinisher. I want to come to this. I want to learn something from you. What what is what is the outline for day two? What can I okay, explain? so um, well, let's just go through real quick. Um, Monday night, Tanner's kicking off with mindset, and that's followed by uh, Jim Dwarf with business growth. Then my mentor, who taught me everything on social media, is coming in, and she's oh, going to give you some coming, social. Oh, she's coming. That lady you mentioned. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. she's that's coming. Awesome. So she's going to talk on uh, social media strategies, and then that night, Skylar and Mary Faria. Uh, the owners of surf prep are going to, they're going to be our keynote speakers That's and awesome. their story is phenomenal. So it's going to be just like the business aspect on Friday night, Saturday morning. Um, we've got Diane Shattuck who is incredible. She is the best teacher and she's going to break up, break down coding, uh, coding science made simple because we all hear like 1k, 2k pre cat, right. you know, like all of these terms. She is an incredible teacher that's going to simplify it for us. Um, Denny Jans, who is Denny, Denny is one of my favorite people in the world. And again, another great, incredible teacher. He's going to talk about identifying your substrate and choosing a course of action. Um, Skylar, the master himself, is going to talk on sanding. Um, and then I'm going to talk about transitioning your business from brushing and rolling to spraying on site. And so I'll give you a list of all of the tools that I use um, because we just did this last um, last uh, Easter. Easter yeah. is when we started spraying on site. So we were brushing and rolling everything before that point. So what we've learned over the year and how we've how we've managed to make it successful and, and get great results for our customers. So we're going to do that. And then there's a hands on portion. So what we send out all of our um, attendees a questionnaire and like where they want to go and then you can go in if you want to learn more about how to set up spraying on site and all of this stuff or if you want to go sand or if you want to go prep doors or if you want to go to the spray booth and just spray all day you're able to go so that because everybody has different needs um, and get more attention and focus where you want um, and then that night um, anybody from friday night session like let's say you want to learn more about 
um, implementing subcontractors into your business. You can go and meet yeah. with Jim, or if you want more social media strategies, you can go with Rebecca. So you can go and pick and choose um, that night. And then Sunday morning, we're having a non-denominational church service here. Um, we actually host church here on Sundays in my shop. And then um, in the yeah. afternoon, uh, we're gonna have a product expo uh, where we're bringing in people uh, from TriTech and Drip Jobs and yeah, we'll <laughs> all, all some of my favorite vendors. Um, Clark Deco is coming and he represents um, Lacey, um, Renner, CIC, and a new specialty product that he's bringing in. I think it may be Envirolac. I'm keeping my uh, fingers okay. crossed. But <laughs> um, but yeah, there's uh, Greenfast Cure. There's just a lot of great yeah. vendors coming in. So yeah. it's going to be an awesome Awesome and event. if anything, it's the networking, right? It's being around oh people gosh. that have done this before, yeah. being around people that are doing it at the highest possible standard. Yeah. And uh, so if you are somebody that owns a painting business, I don't even care if you do cabinets. If you own a painting business, you need to come just to be around people that are yeah. doing it um, at, a, at a high level. Um, a lot of pressure to put together an event like this, I imagine, huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, when Nick Slavic buys a ticket from you, you're like... <laughs> what yeah you're what? like all right standard <laughs> went like, from uh crazy <laughs> yeah 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 like we really got to perform now Nick's coming. yeah <laughs> yeah places so, people yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah well Corey, oh um i got one question that came in i wanted i didn't want to forget about the person that asked it this was when we were speaking about um you know how your 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 uh, part-time flow works Corey, do you have to scale back operations over the summer when the kids are off school and your employees have other responsibilities? Yeah, um, interestingly enough, no. Um, our, our, our schedules do change, but a lot of our employees can give more time over the summer, which is awesome. Um, so uh, Allie, she is a nurse and she works with us and her husband is a teacher. So over the summer, he's home and he can watch um brooke she's the one with six kids she can give me an extra day uh in the summer times too because her oldest daughter is home to help with the kids so uh there's we've actually been able to increase some hours during during um the summertime which has been great uh you know we make adjustments as needed and that's the beauty i think of having all part-time workers and we train all of our employees in every aspect of our business so if there is an emergency like a, a sick kid or if there's a, a family emergency or whatnot um jen just had carpal tunnel surgery um so we have people who can fill in those gaps and step right in and we don't skip a beat so we train everybody to do everything huge huge maneuver and, and everybody puts their hands in it's amazing what you guys can accomplish yeah. Corey, thanks so much for joining me today on the contractor yeah. secrets podcast can't <laughs> wait i mean Time is moving so fast. I mean, we're six weeks out. I got to go right now. I got things I got to get in place for this. Um, no snow up there, right? At that time, I don't no. know how it works anymore. I moved. No, no, we should be done with snow. I'm hoping. <laughs> good, good, good. I'm, I'm a Florida guy now, yes. so I'm not used to that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I wish I was a Florida girl. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It is nice. Well, thank you again, yeah. Corey. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. If anybody wants to find out a little bit about the. Uh, about the event or reach out to Corey, just go to inspiredbyyou.com. That's inspired by you, the letter U, um, not Y-O-U, the letter U. So reach out yep. to Corey. I'm sure she'd be <laughs> more than happy to connect with you on Facebook or just go to the website, grab a ticket. And don't think twice about it. Just go. 
and yep. uh, we'll see you there. All right. Thanks again, Corey, and you enjoy thanks, the rest Tanner. of the day. Okay? Thanks so much for checking out that episode of Contractor Secrets. And before you go, I want to share with you what I'm calling a pro spotlight. That's right. These are contractors just like you using drip jobs and winning. And that was the whole purpose of creating it. <laughs> so uh, Randy Smith with Delta Pro, he decided uh, he'd give me a few minutes of his time to really just talk about how he's using it. And, uh, you know, I think you might get something out of it if you're thinking about joining drip jobs or if you already are, see how someone else is benefiting as well. So that starts right now. Real quick. What's going on, everyone? I'm here with Randy Smith, DuraPro. You may have heard of him if you listen to podcasts. He is someone that did a business breakthrough with me and is also a drip jobs user. I'm just going to start off, man. You know, you're doing this for me um, and drip jobs, of course. I just want to know raw thoughts about what the software's done for you. It, are you a fan? Um, do you hate it? Uh, what what do you <laughs> what are your thoughts? Yeah, man, I I absolutely love it. Um, definitely, what I was looking for in a software in a CRM like before Drip Jobs, I had I I couldn't even tell you how many different like softwares I was trying to use and manage to accomplish the same thing, um, and it was just a headache. And then yeah. now. Just having the all-in-one is a big thing. And then from there, my I mean, my favorite thing is really, I feel like it's just taking my sales process, you know, to the next level. Um, and as far as, you know, communication, the biggest thing is like the speed of communication. Yeah. Um, customers love, I mean, nowadays with Amazon and everything, yeah. like everyone's things now. They're used um, to it. Yeah. So like, yeah. for example, yesterday I had, you know, someone fill out, see my Facebook ad, they filled out the request and it was at like 4.30 PM and I was leaving the job site and they, they said today worked. So it was like scheduled for 6 PM, drove over there and showed up. Mm, so it's that like quick. Yeah. Within an hour, you know, they've got an estimate in their hand on the spot. Um, That's powerful. So yeah, it's definitely taking the sales process to the next level, yeah. which is big. And, and I love the, the customer portal. Like it's just super professional and, you know, you can throw all the details in there. It looks really nice. Um, being able to present it on the iPad. Um, are you, so are you selling on the spot? Yeah. Yeah, yep, man. I, I love yeah. selling on the spot. I think it just You're getting people to squiggle on the, on the, with their finger on the iPad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it just makes your close rate go up, you know, having just drip jobs alone with, um, the ease, like the how easy it is for them to sign with you, right? Mm -hmm. You got the iPad out, they can see everything. Um, they can put their credit card info, um, yeah. which is which is big. So that that's probably my favorite part is just, you know, it gives me that confidence that I know I feel like we're the most professional company um compared really? to the competitors, and you can kind yeah. of sell your jobs for more. Um that's you crazy. go in, you go into estimates, you know, with a different mindset, like knowing that, Hey, we're, we're going to be the best company or option for our target market. Um, yeah. and you just have that confidence. And, um, so that's wow. been one of my favorite parts of it. Um, and then on the other end too, just, I love how I'm building up a pipeline. Um, and I'm not missing any leads. So obviously like, we're all busy with contractors, our phones blowing up. It's sometimes it's tough to, to not miss leads, but with, with this, you know, it, everything's goes right into drip jobs into those cold leads. 
I don't have to worry about missing them and they're getting those follow-ups. Um, and it kind of is helping me prepare for, you know, the downturn because, you know, right now it's like, oh, everything's booming, you know, phones are ringing, but I know that that doesn't always last forever. So being able to prepare, um, have that pipeline of leads building up. So when you are yeah. slow, you can reference it. Yeah, exactly. Have you used the blast feature yet? I have not yet, but it's a good feature. Dude, every time I hit that blast feature, I get something, you know, yeah. and, and for those that are listening or watching that don't know what that is, what, what he's referring to in terms of the pipeline is like you can have you have a pipeline of every person that you've given a proposal to or every new lead that has come through that maybe hasn't converted to an estimate. And all you got to do is hit one button and you can send out a message to just those people. So you can imagine if you have 100 people that you've given proposals to that haven't told you yes or no or haven't opted out of communication, right? You can just blast them a message saying, hey, just reaching out today, we can give you 250 bucks off your proposal. And every time I've done that, I've gotten at least two or three jobs. So I use it sparingly, of course, when you need it, but it's just good to be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome, that, but I'll have to. That's definitely. huge. I love, uh, I love what you said, man, because there's an interesting thing about what you said in terms of, um, well, number one, selling on the spot, right? Creating an experience. But, you know, dude, when, when I made this, it was out of frustration, right? Great things come out of frustration because I know like you got to have the full circle from the initial intake to the final goodbye. So um, in terms of what your customers, like how are they responding to the drips? Because some people tell me, well, I don't want to follow up too much. Like I think it's annoying or, you know, automated. People think it's a robot. Like what is some of the feedback you've been getting in terms of like the responses people have when they get a drip email and it's like two weeks later or whatever? Yeah, I've, I've gotten only good feedback from it, really. I mean, I'm sure it's annoyed a few people that, you know, ended up not being our customer anyways. Right. So it's like, hey, you, you're never going to make anyone, everyone happy. Right. Um, but overall, I think people appreciate um, the communication, like in the trades in general, I've, have gotten a rap for, you know, not answering the phone, not getting back to people. So I think being able to showcase, hey, we've got a system in place where, you know, we're organized, we're on top of it, um, and we're communicating with you, you know, from the second you reach out to us all the way to wrapping up the job. Um, so I've, I've gotten good feedback from it for sure. Love it. That's huge, man. That's huge. So last question, bro. And again, thank you so much for your time. If you could let someone know who's on the fence, you know, and usually everyone's on the fence when it comes to new software because everyone promises that it's going to solve their problem. You know, can you give them a piece of advice? Yeah. I, I mean, for me, it's a no brainer. Like it is, has saved me shaved hours of workload off my week. Um, I guarantee that it's made me close way more jobs. Um, yeah. I feel way more organized, more professional. Yeah. It's just, especially at the price point, it's like, yeah. I mean, I would, I would spend a thousand dollars a month on it. You know, it's like, watch it. it yeah, I know. I, <laughs> no, I appreciate the honesty. Fancy, but no, I, I just have a lot of good yeah. things to say Thank about you, it. And, um, yeah. you and know, for you to take out. time out of your day, bro, it means the world, you know? Yeah. You get a little gift, a little gift bag, but it's like, dude, your time's valuable. It shows that you really care shows that we've done a good job as a company, giving you something that you rely on where you cannot think about what's going on in your business. You trust us. And we take that so seriously, man. So thank you, bro. You're killing it. Um, me and you just discussed a business breakthrough. 
So if you guys want to go back and listen to Randy, what was it like five, six months ago? It was quite a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. Had yeah. To be, um, yep. Yeah. How's business going? Good? Yeah, it's going going great. Sounds sure. good. Sounds good, man. Well, I look forward to chatting with you, brother. Thank you for your time. Get back to doing what you do best, and uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Sounds good.